Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? It's the Friday morning episode of Top Flight Time Machine, we've got lots of things we're going to cover in this one, uh, predictions for the, fo- the weekend's football, um, we might have episode three of, <clears throat> I've forgotten what it's called, Sam. Space Robbers. Space Robbers. Long awaited. Still need a cover for Space Robbers. Yeah. Um, if anyone, any of our designer friends are interested that in doing that. That was just very, that. very subtly dropped in there. Yeah. If anyone wants to do that, free of charge. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm, it's not, I'm not trying to be <clears throat> subtle. I'm trying to actually just brazenly ask for someone to for free, create free labour. Well, we're not going to com- commercialise it. It's just all part of the fun. If, they, if they send you it, I will then it. share it. You say we're not going to commercialise it, but if there's an opportunity, oh yeah, if we find and if, if there's we, a demand, yeah, we, then we will be all over it. Yeah, and it, you've got no rights whatsoever. You sign them away the moment you send that email. <laughs> you knew what you signed up for. You can't. We uh, we've had so much interest this week in the '80s TV shows that we talked about on I think last week's Michael Owen episode actually. So if you're not IFS, you won't have been involved in that chat. Um, couple of things in the follow-up one <clears throat> is that uh someone sent a link alerting us to the fact that we were too late uh, with our idea to revive manimal as a movie because will ferrell and adam mckay had already done it Fuck, or they'd already really? bought the rights and were working on it so that's irritating uh, the other thing was <clears throat> my cousin bruce gave me an update on the uh, Eric Bristow appearance on Question of Sport. Oh, right, yeah. Where he shouted. This, yeah, this was this was in our Tuesday episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. And this did go to the uh, to the masses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I talked about that. Well, it ter- he said. By the way, um, I seem to remember that the person Eric Bristow mistook for John from Chips. Of course, he famously shouted during Christmas Walk. It's John from Chips. Can I have a guess? I've got one guess. It'll blow your mind, but go on, see if you can. Eric Gitts. No, it is someone. Right, this is who it is. And when I tell you who it is, you're then going to look it up and think, fucking fair player at Bristow, because the resemblance is uncanny. Right, it, yeah. I'm former, poised over the keyboard. Former Norwich Rangers and England goalkeeper Chris Woods. Yes. 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 Now we're not laughing nick- at Bristow, are we? No, we're not. We're not. No, we're not laughing at Bristow. We've sung on for a while as well, Chris Woods. Mm. So fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well so we'll, I'll stick that in the newsletter if I ever get round to doing it this week. Um, yeah, Chris Woods. Chris Woods played for Sunderland in 1997 and made zero appearances. He looks. He was West Ham's goalie coach, right? In fact, I think he might be at the moment because he always works with David Moyes. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, he he did have the sort of he had a sort of a bland a bland what I call a bland handsomeness about him, Chris Woods, didn't he? Mm. Sort of yeah. a bit like a kind of a Ken doll. Do you he know did. what I mean? Sort of quite plasky. Anyway, uh, thought I'd uh, clear that up. And well, oh, we had, we had a, an email on the IFS from Dylan White. Yeah, it was a comment actually on the post, and he said, "I used to love the weekends mainly because I could go to my mate's house and wear his chips dressing upset." Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what weekends were all about, wasn't it? I used to love the weekends. Sounds like a Morrissey solo single. I I used to love the weekends, but now they're so dreary. Exactly. Not anymore. That that cunter. Listen, mate, you should still love your weekends. And if you don't, just no, they're there for you. People get wrapped up too much in shit. You work all week, right? Mm -hmm. It's miserable. And then it gets to the weekend. And do you know what people think? They think, oh, God, it's the weekend. I've got to do all this stuff. Do you know what I mean? They don't. And do you know what they do? They prepare for the week ahead, Mm. right? So they never get out of a work mindset. And then they think, I've got to do do that. I've got, they do things like they, you know, people have to wear shirts to work, which is a lot of people, Andy. Not us, but a lot of people do. They get their shirts ready. Wash their shirts, yeah. They wash and iron them. Do they Uh, do. do they cook batch meals? And yes, some them? people do batch meals, right? All this shit. And I understand <laughs> you've got to, but in the end, you've got to sometimes just think, do you know what? The weekend is I'll get a big bag of it's crisps. My time. And yeah. I'll sit and watch Grandstand. And then you sit yeah. down and you realise Grandstand was cancelled years ago. <laughs> so you <laughs> fucked off 25 so, years ago. <laughs> so, you, so you go on YouTube and find an old episode of Grandstand. <laughs> and you have yeah. imaginary bets on what horse is going to win. Uh-huh. You know the five thirty at Sandown. Um, well, you just end up watching theme tunes from sports programs like Midweek Sports Special and yeah, Sports Night. Yeah, World of Sport, um, and just eat some crisps and just do or go out, have a walk around the park. Um, if there's any otters near where you are, go and take a look at them. Um, you know, just do, do use your weekends wisely, guys, because they're your time, and the mm. man, the system is trying to own every last second of your soul and your mind. But sometimes you just got to, you know, do what feels right. So that's my say, because uh, I feel bad that he said I used to love the weekends. And in fact, you know what? Dress up as one of Chips. If that, yeah, and, and that might bring back good memories. You know, fuck it. So, some weekends, I, you know, I'm, I'm still of a mind to go out and get the three-pointed hat and dress up as... Dick Turpin and go for yeah. a little bit of a ride around on a broomstick pretending that there's, that broomstick is Black Bess. There's a fancy dress shop in pretty much every town. Utilise them. Use them or lose them. I was in mine the other day. I had to buy a Dracula cape for the Mince Tour. Right. I'm not saying why, but right, you know, okay. they've got yeah. all sorts of going on in there. Did they have any Get chips? Involved. Did you ask if they had any chips costumes? No, I'd never Excuse never me. Crossed my you got mind. any chips costumes? What? You got a chi- What? Dress as a chip? No, you know, chips. Uh, you know, off the silly, the motorbike police from America. The no, suit they used to wear. That, we don't, that, that suit. We don't have that. What? Not even out back? No. no <laughs> yeah, don't, we counter. don't have it. Why do Just go and have a double check, will yous? <laughs> well, if you order it in, then when will it come? <laughs> I'm not sure we can. I don't think it's in the uh, catalogue anymore. What do you mean, catalogue? I'll tell you what, then. It's in then, the case we'll, catalogue, is it? We'll have to just make our own one. First of all, give us some riding britches. 
and some riding mm-hmm. boots, dead tight. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to need a gun and some sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And give us, like, a builder's helmet will do. I'll paint it in the colours. Be village people, in it. Well, there was a fine <laughs> line. Very fine it was a line between wasn't it? chips and it was village people. Um, I've just so. decided I'm going to end this end this episode with my one of my favourite pieces of uh, sporting theme music, which was the mid '80s ITV snooker coverage theme tune. Was that? That's the BBC. I'll play her a little bit. Well, I'll edit this bit out so that we don't hear it until the end. I'll just fucking play it now. Yeah, go on. Oh yeah. I think that sounds like Yarbrum bit. Don't you stop it? Don't you stop? Stop yeah. the music. Listen to that. That is awesome. That just sounds like eighties soul music. Whoa! It's like experimental jazz funk. Yeah, and that was on YouTube. That was a opening uh, titles of the Jameson International Open from Eldon Square Shopping Centre in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. It sounds almost exactly like Yarborough and People's Don't You Stop the Music, one of the greatest yeah. tracks of all time. It is, <clears throat> someone's put in the comments, a library track called Sprocket Shuffle. <laughs> and Sprocket Shuffle by John Cameron, who also wrote the Crime Watch UK theme tune, wow. which is called Rescue Helicopter. <laughs> Brilliant name for a track. There we are. Um, I'll stick it out at the end again as well. Wait, listen, uh, listen. I've got an update on this year's Earth Tournament. Bad news, I'm afraid. It's been delayed. Cover your ears. Cover your ears if you're not interested in Earth Tournament. It's been delayed till June. Why? Well, it turns out, despite what I told someone on Twitter, (laughs) it turns out coronavirus does exist in Big Galaxy. In the Leniverse, yeah. And it's partly to do with that, but it's also... And Len told me this very casually. He goes, it's not just coronavirus, though. It's just that they didn't get ready in time, right? So it's out in India. And God. I said, I don't that I think he's judging India in any way, but I said, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I said, what didn't they get ready in time? Thinking maybe the stadiums weren't built. And he went, to be honest, he went, it's a week until the tournament was scheduled to start and they haven't even bothered to get it. They haven't even done the groups yet, like drawn the names out of the hat for the groups. <laughs> And I said, that's their, not be asked? that's their excuse. And he went, yeah, I know, it's terrible, isn't it? So they've had to delay it right through till June, maybe July. So I was like, oh, all right. So so that's good. Um, we know that. <laughs> that's going to overlap with Euro 2020, isn't it? That could be a problem for all of us. A couple of other things uh, to do with Len. I'll keep it down because I don't want him hearing me talk about him. But, uh I don't know about you, but when I get into the house after work in the evening, if I've been working, I get in late, I like to immediately put on some comfortable clothing, right? Mm. Not that I wear particularly uncomfortable clothing when I'm out and about, but I like to change out my jeans mm. and put on some tracksuit bottoms, a T-shirt. Yeah, How you see me now, you know, rig, yeah. you call it rig wear, don't you? A pair of shorts for me, generally. Yeah. Some kind of cotton shorts. Rig yeah. wear. Leisure is what, shorts. Is what we call it, you know. And, um, but, or like a really good top flight time machine quality t shirt, like an on the coins t shirt or a mm. TTF indicate t shirt or anything from our range, which is available on our website. We should do some rig wear shorts. They do do shorts, the Latvians. Do they? Yeah. Um, Are they sexy? 
They're pretty sexy, yeah. Especially if you okay, buy. I, I like to buy them two sizes too small for myself. And nice and tight. It's better for strutting, for rig yeah. strutting. <laughs> <laughs> if the if the wife and kids are ever out, I like to do a rig strut on my own in tight shorts <laughs> around the house whilst listening to like eighties theme it's like, tunes. It's sort of like power yoga, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I put on some great eighties theme tunes and I just strut about in my tight shorts. Anyway. Um, Len, Len has this rig outfit that he puts on pretty much every day well every day as soon as he gets in from school which is really early you know it's like not not far past three he'll change immediately he'll go straight to his room before he does anything and change immediately into tartan pyjama bottoms West, yep. West Ham dressing gown yeah no top and fo- <laughs> uh, and football trainers Right, that's living all right. That's living all right, and he and he spends the rest of the day, afternoon and <laughs> yeah. evening in that gear, and he Good will man. not engage with anything until he's in that. So la- la- last <laughs> night, last night he brought home a mate, right, who who'd never been round to our house before after mm. school, and they were going to have a play, and they got in there really excited, but apparently, like I wasn't there, but my wife saw the mate standing on the landing just after they got in outside Len's room and Len's room was shut tight and <laughs> she said to the mate oh, what, what are you doing out here where's Len he went oh I just have to wait here while Len gets changed into his home outfit right and Len had gone straight upstairs and he didn't care that he had a mate he went he said right that thing to us you wait here. I'm getting changed you wait here outside yeah. So he, he locked yeah. the door, or not locked it, but shut it tight, and made the bloke wait outside. Quite right. And, and then the bloke just heard a load of rummaging, and then eventually Len, Len emerged in his West Ham dressing gown and football <laughs> trainers and tight jazz. You're right, right, now we can get on with a play date, mate. Now I'm ready. <laughs> I'm play date ready. <laughs> <laughs> What's under the dressing gown, you ask? Nothing. <laughs> right, one last thing that I thought would entertain you, and this isn't going to be all about Len, I know that annoys some people, but he's just done some amusing things this week. He's got a new character who's a really shitty magician who does shit right. tricks and illusions, and mm. he calls him Quinton. Right. <laughs> but what's funny is he does things like, he'll go, Dad, watch this. He goes, I'm going to throw my dressing gown up in the air, right? Mm. And then when it lands on me, I will disappear. Right, <laughs> I will disappear and there'll be nothing underneath it, like when Obi Wan Kenobi dies. Right, so I said, okay, all right, and I thought this sounds, this is going to be shit. Um, <laughs> and he he threw it up in the air, really suddenly, and as it landed, <laughs> he crouched down and shouted the catchphrase, "It is done." <laughs> 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 in a sort of an Indian accent, and that is that is Quinton the magician's catchphrase. Every t- every time Quinton does a, a, an illusion, he just shouts, "It is done." <laughs> Love it. It's a good catchphrase, isn't it? It That's is done. Fucking brilliant. That's strong. It, That's solid. It is done. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's boy, almost as good as our catchphrases. Boy needs a podcast. He does. Yeah, it is done. He could get a t-shirt out of that. <clears throat> yeah. We can start at the end of each episode, yeah. Um, uh, email here from Steve Sassini. I know it's not a mailbag episode, but fuck it, yeah. because this is good. Uh, all right, dickheads. Yeah, all right, Steve. Um, <laughs> the 80s Owen Deep Dive episode, Pure Class, another mm. 80s classic that goes under the radar is The Fall Guy. Mm. We missed yeah, that true. one off, didn't we? We did, yeah. We totally missed that one off. Because I'm the unknown stuntman who mm-hmm. makes the... Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-boom-pish. 
and did who was who was in that with him? Was Heather Locklear in it, the Fall Guy? No, she was in uh, T.J. Yeah, Hooker, was. wasn't she? she was in, I think she was in that and T.J. Hooker. Yeah, I was she? So, so yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm quite capable of imagining Heather Locklear in lots of scenarios, so she might not have been in it, but you know what I mean. Heather Locklear, Fall Guy. Heather Thomas was in the Fall Guy. They are Heather Thomas played Geordie Banks in the Fall Guy. And was uh oh Jesus. Uh yeah. Yeah, go back to that later on. That's the best bit visual. in the opening titles, the default guy that I liked when I was a kid, I haven't watched him for a while, was when he takes off on a jetpack. Mm. He really he yeah. really, Lee Majors took off on a jetpack. Fucking hell pack, yeah. Didn't he? I bet that I bet that took up about half the budget for yeah. the whole of the titles. Yeah, because jetpack. Man, I want a jetpack. Jetpacks are those things that have existed for a long time. In our imaginations. They were pretty prevalent in the 70s and 80s. And so we would have thought by now that the the price would have come right down. But no, no, it's still... It's 2020. We should have had them by now. They they exist, but they haven't been... They've never been available really to like ordinary consumers. I don't think we'll ever get them because of the, the, uh, you know, the, the fucking... Environmental. I've been, I've been detriment. in the. Uh, I remember being in coffee bar up Subo in the nineties. Yeah, but um, you were. And oh yeah, uh, like Paul Weller, I was sipping on a cappuccino, re- <laughs> pretending to read an Italian sports newspaper, <laughs> even though it was upside down. Right, <laughs> pair of loafers, no socks, yeah. no socks, mate. Anyway, fucking wedge haircut. Yeah, so there I was, and I remember looking at thinking, ah. Imagine having a coffee machine like that that could generate mm. posh coffee but yeah. in, in the home. That's just a pipe dream. Now, nowadays, every cunt's got an espresso. Piece of piss. Not me. I sold mine on eBay because it was a waste of space and bad for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've reinvested my funds in teapots. Jalapeño. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. By the way, bought a new teapot this week. Another one? On, on eBay. Couldn't resist Why? it. Because I was talking about um, shopping centre, you know, department store canteens when I was yeah. away in the Isle of Wight. And I was thinking about how awesome those stainless steel tea sets you get when you're in a canteen are. You know, stainless mm. steel pot. Um, then you get a separate pot to keep the spare hot water in, in case you want to top up. And then you get a small metal milk jug and in this one that I found, which was secondhand on eBay, it also had a strainer with a little small metal pot to catch the drips in after you'd used it. Uh, All right. That cost me, I, it was an auction. I won it six quid, and it's winging its way to me now. I just thought, as a teapot collection, as my teapot collection grows, I thought to myself, it's remiss of me not to have the classic stainless steel department store canteen set, wasn't it? So I cannot, 
I cannot I would wait. Now like to, I'd now like to declare your teapot collecting habit out of control, Sam. Really? It is now officially <laughs> out of control. You had a teapot, then you had different teapots for different occasions. Yeah. Now you're branching out into um, niche teapots. <laughs> diversified teapots, mate. Yeah. I've got, a di- call it. I've got a diversified teapot farm. <laughs> There's something for Lewis Clare. Say that now, right. Wait until you fucking see. When it turns up, I'm going to take a picture of myself having a little tea party on my own, and I'll send you the picture, and you'll be well jealous. And I'll probably yeah, have yeah. some bischoffs and all. You're going to be like, you're going to be like the fucking Rupert Pupkin, the king of comedy, with a load of cardboard cutout celebrities, and all have a teapot. Yeah, each. Uh, here you, you be go. Sat there interviewing them all. Here you go, Eamon. Do you take milk? Oh, yeah. Vanessa, one lump or two. Yeah, welcome back to News Thing, everyone. <laughs> the long-rested... Tea, tea special. <laughs> We're back on RT again. Oh, God. They'll be like, oh, I'm really worried about Sam Delaney. He's he's doing videos of himself on YouTube with tea sets and cut-out celebrities. <laughs> the last time I looked, it had two views. Oh, well. Look. Anyway, the rest of this, this email, I was... Mm, uh, sorry, yeah. From Steve Sassini. The one that goes under the radar, the fall guy, got me worth a mention. Even the $6 million man. Again, good yeah. call. Yeah, that was more uh, 70s than 80s, but... It fine. was, it was, to be fair. I had the $6 million man doll. And yeah. there the was a part, of, a part of... Yeah, a part of the arm as well. You, mm. you could pull the skin back oh. on the on the arm yeah. and you could see the wires inside the arm. Oh, and he always made this noise, didn't he? Yeah, when he did something bionic. Yeah, when he was you know, running. Bionic man and six billion dollar man, or was yeah. it six million dollar? Same, same, six million dollar man. Same yeah. geezer, right? Same fella, yeah. But did why was there two names for him? The show was called the Six Million Dollar Man, but he got referred to in it as the Bionic Man. Ah, oh, okay. And then they did a spin-off series called the Bionic Woman. Yeah, which I think was Farrah Fawcett, maybe. Was that his bird? And Jimmy. Yeah, it was these misses, yeah. Right, go I'm gonna have to look this up as trim. well. I got a fucking built a bit of trim, and And guess and what? She, guess what? She's, she's bionic and all. She's bionic as fuck. I'll tell you why I had to do it. Lindsay Wagner, that's who it was. <laughs> it's a wonder we don't fucking melt when we go at it. We're so fucking bionic. But I'll finish this email. There's only one more bit to it. It's good. Uh, he says, as a six-year-old in 1977, I threw myself out of my bedroom window thinking I was bionic. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he says, my legs still fuck to this dear stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a um, government safety video a few years ago, probably about 15 years ago, that was literally like, we should get more into government safety videos because they're so yeah, funny, we should deep dive them, shouldn't we? We should, yeah, yeah because... Sometimes they did things that are obvious, like, you know, I don't know, be careful crossing the road, seems mm. like an obvious one. Don't go off with strangers, seems like an obvious mm-hmm. one. Yeah. But then they got quite niche. Like my mm. brother, not that long ago, Cass, <laughs> fuck nails out, Ridley Scott Associates ended up getting involved in this project, but <laughs> he made an ad for the government, which was to discourage people from walking across rail tracks that didn't have there are certain level crossings in the country that aren't don't have lights and barriers they're just open yeah. because i don't yeah. i don't think there's enough people who cross them for them to make it worthwhile yeah 
but loads of cunts just walk across them without looking, and uh, you know mm. a certain number of people die every year on these. And uh, so the government uh, made a series of big ads. Thing, yeah. But well, is it big? I don't know how niche it is. Like no, you know, it's not. <laughs> we haven't seen an ad for coronavirus yet, have we? No, we haven't. But you have seen. No. But but like the the ad that I'm referring to was about a guy getting pissed and climbing up some scaffolding to shelter his mates mm. and then falling off and dying. So it's literally like the government doing don't an be ad. An idiot. The, the government doing an ad like they're sitting around in the fucking whatever governmental department is going. Now we've had a lot of reports of piss cunts climbing up scaffolding <laughs> and falling off. Uh, it's getting a bit of a problem. There's been a few in the last month alone, so we're going to make an ad. It's going to cost a million pounds. <laughs> and it's directly targeted at people climbing pissed up of scaffolding. <laughs> Just sort of niche. The things that they worry about are niche. Plus, they change, don't they? There seem to be a lot more threats in the 70s because it was all, wasn't it? Standing water. Was that the thing that yeah, you were supposed to be worried about? Now, does that yeah. still exist in this day and age? I don't know, but there's a, there's something else that's disappeared weirdly. Having a stitch. Yes. Remember when you'd run around and have a stitch? Always. Never get them anymore. They've gone now. Yeah. And because it was Catlin Moran on Twitter yesterday was talking about how when we were kids, we never drank water. Yeah, I saw that. And we didn't. Yeah. We always drank pop and that, didn't no, we? Imagine no one, you'd no think one drank was water. water. If someone gave you a glass of water, you'd be like, what? What? Water, but I was even it. like that when I got older. I remember when I was at university, yeah. I kept like a, a massive thing of orange juice next to my bed, and it was because if I woke up in the night, if I was thirsty, I'd need a drink. It's like now you you drink water, but if someone had said to me drink water in the night if you're thirsty, I'd be like, oh my god, that is sickening. It would be like yeah. someone saying drink a pint of warm milk. Yeah, well, I would do that. I would get up and have a, have a glass of milk if I was thirsty in the <laughs> yeah. night. I would yeah. have some fucking water. Water. But now, water's all the rage. Yeah. Weird. And no one gets stitch anymore. No, well, maybe the two so, things are connected. I don't know. Makes you think, doesn't it? Here's another thing from the olden days that a mate of mine was telling me about and some people might have heard of, but I'm new to him. Someone was raving on about a brilliant show that he said used to be on just before the big match on a Sunday on ITV. And it was called Old Country. And it was a show starring a man who was a countryman called Jack. Countryman. He was a countryman (laughs) and he was called Jack Hargreaves. Yeah. And I'd never heard of him. So I looked him up. I Googled him and started watching it. And it was brilliant. It's a guy in a shed and sometimes Mm -hmm. wandering about. And for half an hour, he just tells you shit he's been up to in the country. Yeah, like the original a, podcast. We were walking next to the, the river and I saw some lovely sunlight bouncing off the water. And at this time of year, you often see some some trout going upstream. Anyway, yeah. I, had a, I had a look at them and then I, I went into that bush and found a couple of mucky mags and had one off the wrist. <laughs> and it was lovely. do that. It you was can lovely. do that in the country. There's nope. no one around, is there? No one caught me, but the the mild sense of jeopardy really gave me an extra rush. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I looked through it, and one of the clips that came up is Jack Hargreaves cutting up a pig. <laughs> and so I thought, well, I'll have a look at that, even though I'm vegetarian. I didn't really want to see a pig cut up, but I was fascinated. And I clicked on it, and anyway, I haven't watched it yet, but... It begins with him showing off, he's in his shed showing off a 
device that he has made and it's just basically a big net it's a stick with a hoop on the end of it and a net attached it looks like a net that you'd use to catch someone in um so i don't know whether he's gonna maybe maybe he's gonna catch the pig first what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna catch the unsuspecting pig in this net that i've made out of some sticks i found and then once i've caught it in my net i'll simply take this knife out and chop the cunt to pieces (laughs) <laughs> but I won't eat it because I'm vegetarian, so I'll probably just throw all the bits in the river afterwards and let the fishes eat it. <laughs> Jack Hargreaves was also the main man on a children's TV show. Yeah, was he when on I was How? Was he on How? How? Yeah. yeah. How? How? <laughs> yeah. How? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Indian would appear. Sorry, the Native American yeah. <clears throat> would appear on screen. Jack Hargreaves. And tell you how to do stuff. How to wank in the, in the countryside. In the country. This week, I'm going to be showing you <clears> kids how to wank into a bush in a country. <laughs> this feels like something we could be doing for the uh, the, the more video aspect of yeah. Top Flight Time Machine. More videos to come soon, soon gang. Um, yeah. don't, don't forget, Andy, I know we've got other business to get through, but before the show's out, I do have a new chapter of uh, Space Rebels. Well, let's do that now because we're almost out of time, I think. Okay, and then we'll do predictions. We've got predictions as well, yeah. Okay, right. So, uh, so at the oh. la- uh, in the last episode, you may remember because it was a few weeks ago. But the internal affairs, the ha- the hard ass internal affairs police guy Debock had come down and basically nicked K one Y D three because he'd heard rumours that he'd been having dreamings. Dr- he'd been dreaming, which is not allowed. Yeah. Um, if you're a robot. Anyway, so he takes him down the police station. That's what we decided <clears throat> would happen next. And this is how Chapter 3 begins. Okay. Downtown at the space police station, K1YD3 was chucked in a cold assessment room where a freak in goggles took oil samples from his robotic joints and peered into his audio nodules to observe his head activity. If there's dreams in there, we'll find them, he said. And when we do, you're going down to robot prison. You seen what they do to pretty robots like you up in Julio Arca State Pen? You'll get bum <laughs> you'll get bummed alive, you metal freak. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you stinking human piece of shit, barked K one Y D three. Are you some kind of perv? Get off on robot ass, do you? Dream of sticking your sausage up a smooth metal waist chute, do you human? The freak didn't like this one bit. That's it, you heap of metal shit. He produced a blaster from inside his human work vest and pointed it at K1YD3. A red laser sight hovered steadily over his silvery metal forehead. He smiled calmly back at the human. Go ahead, he said. Robots don't feel pain and no one's going to miss me. They'll only use my parts to rebuild me stronger and even more handsome. Maybe once I've been resurrected, I'll go find your wife and give her the seeing to you're clearly not taking care of. Blast! Bang! Fuck! Debock suddenly exploded into the room and grabbed the freak's arm just as he was about to pull the trigger. He pointed it upwards and the blaster went off, shooting a beam of hot laser through the ceiling. Plaster thudded to the floor. You crazy fuck! Get the hell out of my station! said Debock. The engineer scurried away. Looks like you saved my life, Debock, smiled K1YD3. If anyone's going to blow your circuits to smithereens around here, it's going to be me, said the cop. Anyway, I've got good news for you. This must be your lucky day, fucko. You may bail. 
What? 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 Said K1YD3. Some chick out at the front desk just rolled up and claimed she was your sister. Funny. Funny. She don't look like no robot, but they can do amazing things these days with artificial flesh. Says her name something like, what was it now? Oh, yeah, that's right. Bonnie. She's waiting out front in a bid in a big red fucking space Ferrari. <laughs> oh, yeah, my sister, said K1YD3, keeping his cool. He had no sister. He was a fucking robot. None of this made sense. But the bot didn't need to know that. Yeah, tell Bonnie, I'll be right out. Boom, boom, boom. That's the end of chapter three. Pretty Do we good. get to decide what happens next then? So next... Um, so I'm thinking either she, they say, hang on a minute, let us, we need to check that you're who you say you are. And they realise mm. that she's not who she says she is. So they nick her as well. Yeah. Right? Good. Or, or, mm. or they, and then they go both get sent down to prison together and have to yeah. escape. Or it's more immediate than that, and they say, can we just check a couple of things, your details, and sign these papers? And she says, no, fuck you. And then they, she throws a gun to K1YD3, and they have to just blast their way out. Right. Um, I want to see her in prison, personally. But it's not up yeah. to me, is it? You're Woman gonna do prison. Yeah. Woman space prison. Lady prison, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, we'll get in touch, Cunters, and uh, I'll try to put it to a vote on the Twitter. Do, do a Twitter vote, yeah. Mm. Right, let's do the predictions then for the, the weekend. Okay. The uh, results, um, like the fucking, what is it, a fixture generator? Yeah, the blob. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I've had a long week, sorry. Um, yeah, he's come up with some fixtures for us. Uh, Chelsea versus Everton, first of all. All right. Which is Sunday afternoon. Okay, I think this will be Chelsea 1, Everton 2. Wow. I think it'll be the other way around, Chelsea 2, Everton 1. Okay. Um. I'll go first on this. Sheffield United versus Norwich. Norwich are going to be knackered after the uh, extra time shenanigans in midweek, I think. Sheffield United will steamroller them 2-0. I think it will be 1-0 Sheffield United. Okay. Moving on to Arsenal versus West Ham. Could be interesting. It could be. I think it will be Arsenal 1, West Ham 2. Okay. I think it will be Arsenal... Two West Ham nil. Sorry, Sam. It's all right. Could easily be that. Anything could happen. Burnley versus Spurs. Burnley versus Spurs. All right, you go first. Um, Further humiliation for Mourinho, I think, 2-1 Burnley. Um, I don't think he cares. I don't think he gives a shit. I've said it for weeks. I'm going to say one. Why is he there? Well, it's weird. If he doesn't care, then you have got to question why he joined. I mean, he doesn't need the money. something to do, isn't it? So I suppose so. Yeah. What did you say? One all. One all. Yeah. One all. Sunderland versus Gillingham. Um, shall I go first? Yep. As it's my team, I think we'll win this one two nil quite comfortably. I'm going to say two nil as well. Okay, you can. That's fine. Finally, Forest versus Millwall. This is Friday night, seven forty-five live Ooh, on the telly. Good side, Forest. <clears throat> I'm going to say two one Forest. Okay. I think it'll be 3-1 Forest. That is the predictions. They are now locked in. Locked in. And that, 
and that is the end of this episode. I'm not going to play it with that snooker music. I'm going to play it with the theme tune from How. Good. Because I found that. So Very good choice. Let's have some of that. Uh, we'll be back after the weekend. Enjoy your weekends and don't let the man take over your weekend. It's yours. Have a rest, have fun and put a smile on your face. Even if that means having a wank in a bush. Whatever it takes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.